Hey, hey, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. Don't you wish your Garfield was Jim Davis like me? <laughs> Don't you? I do. Yes. Uh, my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, rapacious capitalist, and I am Jim Davis. Uh, my name is Fred Deweese, and I am also Jim Davis. Chris, Fred, yeah, it's... John. Tuesday, April 27th, 1982. We're reading the 1409th ever Garfield strip. What an exciting number. A rare What's palindrome. What's going on in this uh, Garfield? Uh, in, in today's Garfield, Garfield watches or comments on, or both, television <laughs> or television programming, or both. Now, that's the... Uh, Strunk and White prefers this construction for some reason. <laughs> but I think they are ridiculous. Fair. It's, I, it, my, okay. <laughs> Oh, like are we are we going to do some strunk and white material? Because I've got I've got their, opinions about strunk and white. Somebody's hedging their bets with this synopsis. <laughs> well, it was designed um, for maximum flexibility for this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John, if this podcast were to omit needless words, it would be completely silent. That's my issue with strunk and fucking white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just no, it would just be one giant. Fucking Oxford comma. Yeah, all the, the whole podcast would just be some cat, <laughs> and it wouldn't even be an Oxford comma e. anymore because all the other all the words would be gone anyway. Yeah, no, I appreciate your reference to E.B. White's works, Chris. I got it. I understood it. <laughs> Overexplained. Fle- flew right over my head. Just really quick, really quickly though, what's everybody's opinion on the Oxford comma? Are you pro or con? Because I used to be pro, and recently I've been dropping the Oxford comma, and I feel free and easy. See, that's funny, because I, I used to be pretty con, and now I don't give a shit. Now, when you say <laughs> you've, you've been dropping it, do you mean like I, you've been dropping it left and right, or you have been omitting it left and right? Oh, I've been omitting it. I've, been, I've stopped using the Oxford comma in my day-to-day writing, and oh. I feel so great. It's like I stopped I, I've wearing been dro- I've been dropping it like, the, like it's the hot new single by... Beyonce that was wow or whoever the fact that you needed to pause to come up with a hip modern reference and the best you could do was Beyonce who look is timeless and the queen and everything and I'm not gonna not gonna talk oh I thought I also said her name incorrectly (laughs) if I didn't I meant to yes I definitely heard a D in Beyonce and I was not going to (laughs) I wasn't gonna call you on it Beyonce Beyonce that's what went in my ear holes oh I thought it was like like, you've been Beyonce'd (laughs) which is what she says when she plays a practical joke on someone when when she's going to drop the oxford comma on someone yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, fred what is your opinion on the oxford comma i'm strongly in favor of the oxford comma um but i'm not going to be a dick about it Mm. that's that's a weird weird position for this (laughs) podcast (laughs) i my feelings are relatively mild but i am going to be a dick about it Uh, I was actually taught like not to not to use it. I, I don't think I was even taught what it was. I feel like I was taught to always use it, and we went to the same high school, John. <laughs> yeah, no, I was specifically taught like nope, nope, you don't put a comma here. Uh, I, I, you know, I read a strip of the oatmeal in which he insists on the Oxford comma because uh, when you have a party, you invite the prostitutes, Lenin, and Stalin. And if you, depending on where you put the commas in there, Lenin and Stalin become prostitutes. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. 
Yeah. I, I don't have strong opinions on it. I was always taught to use it. And there's something about not using it now. I just feel, it feels so naughty. I, I think we need to be clear that, like, if you're having a party and you're inviting Lennon and Stalin, you, I have bigger, like, I have bigger be problems They're both dead. with you than, like, whether, you know, like, whether they're prostitutes or not. Like, yeah. that seems like relatively small fish. I've been getting a lot of maybes on my evites to Lennon and Stalin. Mm. <laughs> and so then it's just oh, yeah. me and the prostitutes. Especially Lennon. Like, that, that guy's such a tease. Wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, is now when we, we talk, talk about, about the new economic policy? What? Oh, okay. I thought we were going to. I thought when we got into Lennon being wishy washy, I thought that was an invitation to talk about his new economic policy of the 1920s. No? Okay, sure. fine. No, no let's fine. just talk about the fucking Garfield then. Sean. No one doesn't want to talk about that thing you said. The NEP. It, it's was like that he went back all this flap about NEP. <laughs> <laughs> So was it abbreviated NEP in the original Russian? That seems preposterous to me. Uh, I, I, I assume it was not. I assume oh, the mm. Russian, they had one of those things where they smoosh the words together. Uh, yeah, well, you haven't really of... read, or you haven't really heard. <laughs> the NEP, uh, unless you, until you've heard it in the original. Sorry, I lost, I lost steam there. Um, <laughs> okay, Garfield. You can imagine the reference yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, so three panels. Mm -hmm. Again, Garfield furniture that you look at because it makes no when it makes noise mm -hmm. furniture that you put that one on like a <laughs> the toaster with pictures on it yeah picture, picture toaster, toaster. Yeah. <laughs> picture toaster was that you remember that old bill cosby uh special picture toaster picture it's sad now because he's a criminal um and then whatever the footstool is and garfield's on the footstool and he's sitting there on his on his ass like a yeah. human rather than mm -hmm. on his stomach like a different human and he's thinking to us and there are, there's words in all the all the bubbles that's me setting the scene that's it uh, that's you, like all three panels no rabbit ears adorably rabbit ears. constructed uh, red rabbit down. ears they're so Hammered little rabbit ears. Yeah. they're so little like those are not useful you need like a quarter wave <laughs> antenna to pick up uh the the low number channels do you think well maybe yeah, this is I think, a microwave I think this is television. clearly decorative Except microwaves are actually not... Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. Uh, while the slap about television, that was panel one, mm -hmm. they say families don't visit anymore, ellipsis. Mm -hmm. That's panel, that two, panel two, for those of you at home. Right. Uh, panel three, why, that's what commercials are for. Mm. And he's smiling at his own witticism. Uh, Alleged witticism. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't do much for me. I like no. the use mm. of the word flap in panel one. Yeah. To mean, it's a, it's a good know, construction. To mean foofara. Where, 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 like where you or I would insert the, com the word foofara or argy bargy. Falderall. Fiddle faddle. Yeah. Garfield. Cod swallop. Cod swallop is a different thing. <laughs> now you're just saying words. <laughs> that's so uncharacteristic of me. Uh, that's what I do. Um, I like the use of the word flap. I think that's fun. What's all this flap about? I like it when I like it when he's sitting not in the chair, but in the mm. uh, you know a different right. piece. I I don't know. I like this. I like that he's I, so I, close up to the TV. That's fun. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh... No, cod swallop means nonsense. I just looked it up. That was totally. That's totally appropriate. No. I wasn't. 
We're talking about it's excitement, silly. not nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's like like controversy, like a flash. Yeah, I thought John. we were talking about like like a bullshit. No, like a fufara. Yeah, brouhaha. <laughs> yeah, argy bargy. Um. <laughs> These are all the same thing. No, they're not. RG Bargy and Cotswallop are completely different things. Okay, RG Bargy I've never heard before. That that sounds fucking made up. RG Bargy is used more frequently in Australia. I love it. Mm, you, hear that on the news a, you, you have to be pretty hard yakka to use that term. It would be like, you know, RG <laughs> Bargy in Parliament today over the uh, high prices that uh, uh, punters <laughs> are facing at the Bowser. Um... <laughs> Was, was that all of them? Was that all of your, your that Australian? Was, that uh, was basically all of them. Yes. Uh, every- I, Chris, I wish you, I think you should just do an Australian accent for the show. I feel like my Australian accent has really taken a hit over the past <laughs> five years of living, you know, in these United States. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I used to. I used to could do a pretty good Australian accent. I don't know that mm. I can particularly well anymore. Um. That's all right. All right. New, New Zealand, then. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand. A delightful yeah. Kiwi accent, please. Yeah, do a Kiwi accent. S- sex sensible cheeses. Um, <laughs> I don't know why okay. this person from New Zealand is saying six sensible cheeses, but that's what they said. <laughs> uh, uh. I like the use of the word flap. There's not much going on. This does seem very Reagan era, though. Like this whole week, you know, the concern with the effect of television, it almost seems vatic. Like it's it's a little bit ahead of its time because I think the deregulation of television that occurs in the 1980s is yet to come mostly. Like that gives us by the end of the 80s things like, you know, the cartoons that, Fred, I'm not sure about your age and I don't mean to, to uh, presume I, I'm I basically you okay like the for us like that we grew up like the you know the Thundercats the He-Man oh, yeah. the G.I. Joe the Transformers, the Transformers. Yeah. yeah like the, the the shows that are basically commercials for toys that are very poorly made um, I feel like he's he's predicting all that in a way mm. uh, here before it's even happened because like 1982 the TV really hasn't been deregulated in that sense. I don't think. Hmm. Listeners, write in to let me know. Deregulation <laughs> at beingjimdavis.com. FCC at beingjimdavis.com. Um, Video toaster. Yeah. Uh, Reagantruth.beingjimdavis.com. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, I like, I feel like John, either in this show, a bonus episode of this show, or perhaps back in the days of Bear Friend Tea Party, we discussed mm. at great length Disney's Adventures mm-hmm. of the Gummy Bears and mm-hmm. uh, other you know cartoons of the mid late 1980s and that whole like that whole thing flows from the deregulation of I think the early to mid 80s which I don't think has happened yet hmm which is really I I, I don't want to so we could get in on the ground floor we could make it happen yeah I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to drag this out too long, but I do think too sometimes, late. like, there's actually a lot when you get into the Garfield. It tells you a lot of the America of the '70s and '80s, and I yeah. think Jim Davis's America. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. you know, Garfield 
is a cultural product of the milieu of the 1970s that then comes to dominate the 1980s. And I, I, I feel like we're, we're getting hints of that here. Hmm. Um, or I'm full of shit. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. I mean, uh, I mean, why do, do we have to choose between those two options? Because yeah, like, you must choose. I'm, why then, not both? No, I think they're, I think choose. they're both you true. Have to choose. You know, it's like it's like the end of that third Indiana Jones movie. You have to choose, and if you choose the wrong one, I forget a bad thing happens to you. Yeah, you, uh, you suddenly age rail. like four hundred years. That's it. I was thinking yeah. you melt, but that's in the first Indiana <laughs> yeah, that's Jones. In the first if you one. look at the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys see that fourth Indiana Jones movie? That's a Jones great movie? effect. What? You see that fourth one? See that? Uh, I saw that part question. of it on the airplane. Didn't care for it. Yeah, that yeah, question implies it. the validity of a fourth Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> movie, and I don't think I like where you're starting from. Fair. Yes, I saw it. Yeah, it yeah it's a really like toxic it. way to start a discussion, Chris. <laughs> yeah. good, good job. <laughs> uh, uh, wasn't a good one. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it came out. It's bad. Um, yeah, it wasn't very good. That's, there you go. I mean. I'm not a huge fan of the second one either. It's just possible that even numbered. Oh no, the second one's great. It's possible that even numbered Indiana Jones movies are offensive in some ways, uh, and odd numbered ones are great. It's hard to know. I mean, look, they're they're all offensive. They're they're all like they're all like yay colonialism. Yeah, okay. Like there's some of that, uh-huh. you know. I guess the second one probably has more of that. I think than, that's why the, the second others. one. Yeah. Anywho. But you know what? Yay, colonialism. Yeah, no, we're definitely... Garfield's super into colonialism. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Garfield is like as bad as Hergé's Tantan in terms of support for European colonialism. I just realized... Now I have to Google Hergé's Tantan. All right, Uh, while you're doing that... It's just just a... It's just a, a, a... a stuck-up way of saying Tintin. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's going to make it easier for me to Google. Thank you. <laughs> so we haven't got to the whole the whole week-long sequence where Garfield visits the Belgian Congo. <laughs> and, mm. Uh, mm. I thought Tintin was a dog. No, Snowy is Tintin's dog. No, that's Rin Tintin. Yeah, oh, you know what? I've been living a lie. <laughs> In the arena. or no what you know what no that's Marmaduke yeah you're thinking of Marmaduke yeah oh, you're thinking of Marmaduke you might be thinking of Clifford the big red dog um you know in the original Tintin John in the French Snowy mm-hmm. is named Milou or Milo or something which was the mm-hmm. name of Hergé's childhood girlfriend which is totally fucked up anyway gross is it yeah Tintin is gross. weird hmm. I used to love Tintin as a child it's Totally fucked up. That guy who wrote Tantan occasionally would just have a psychological like he's he's writing this weekly or daily comic strip. Occasionally he would just suffer a psychological break and run off into the woods and live hmm. in a uh, offensive teepee for months on end. And like his publishers would have to go try and find him and drag him back Wait, to Belgium. Was it offensive be- just because it was a teepee? Yeah, it was. You know, it's okay. appropriation. Or was it, it was it was the, was the TV like like emblazoned with yeah, yeah like racist offensive, slogans and offensive shit. stuff about Austria mainly yeah um, his publisher would have to like go try just wander around the woods trying to find him drag him back to whatever Belgian city he lived in and make him draw more ten tens this is fucked up that's fucked anyway, up anyway 
I'm just waiting for mm. you to end the episode, John. I was, I, no, I was trying to do it, but that sounded like an interesting digression. I was like, all right, I won't end it. Yeah, then, so no, it seemed like you had of, something to say. This is a lot. We should have. We should have. Honestly, it's, look, it, it seemed like you had a song in your heart that you wanted to sing, and I thought, you know, let's. It's truly diva it up, asshole. You know, <laughs> it's truly a shame that we didn't decide to record a ten ten podcast because mm-hmm. it's a fascinating subject. It's probably not that much of it. A yeah, a fascinating subject. B you're looking at like fifty episodes max. Right. Yeah, <laughs> not being made anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Publication yeah. date 1929 to 1976. Yeah. And there's a limited number of books. Like you would probably do a book every episode or, you know, maybe maybe a few episodes on a book. It's just not going to last that long. I wonder if there All right. You've been listening podcast. to Being Jim Davis, now a Viacom industry. Please rate, review, and subscribe and all that shit. Um, yeah. I bet there is a Tintin podcast. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay, thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. Oh, oh, thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.